Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstop today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Uh, we've got uh, full cast today. We've got Jason Alvey. What's up? Uh, David Gosselman. Hello. And our special guest today is uh, Mr. Howard Brock. Hey guys. So, uh, Howard, uh, Mr. Uh, Rock Director and uh, great sponsor of the show with uh, Lucky Dice Games. So uh, thanks for uh, thanks for sponsoring our show as well, Howard. Yes, this is thank you very much. Show I can't believe I give you guys a thousand dollars a week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah. who's pocketing all that money? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> so uh, uh, Merry Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to our listeners. You guys got all your shopping done, ready for next weekend? I think I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas to you guys too. Um, my wife and I do a lot of our shopping by uh, the internet. Uh, I, I can't even imagine doing shopping anymore by going to stores. I, I don't go out on Black Friday. I, oh, um, yeah. Definitely not. I'm prone to, to violence when people take things away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing the uh, Cyber Monday thing, though. I, we, did, oh, we, yeah. did a lot of, we did a lot of stuff on the internet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's the way to go, really. Yeah, this At is the first year I did all mine on the internet. Yeah, I, I think the thing that upsets me about Black Friday is now it's really starting to creep into Thanksgiving, and yeah. like, I mean, you have to like eat lunch, you know, or like early Thanksgiving so that you can go out and wait in line at a store. I don't know. That's like family time for me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I, I predict that it one day will be all Thanksgiving, the whole day, because yeah. it's. You're right; it just keeps creeping forward. What it is is everybody tries to beat everybody else. I mean, so Walmart goes to midnight. Target says, "Well, we're going to go to ten, and they're at six. And now, it just keeps creeping backwards. Right now, it's going to be like the day before yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Black Wednesday through Friday. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So we've got. Uh, got a big episode today we've got uh howard uh we're gonna try to be the first out with the uh new rock announcement um that howard's gonna go over with us uh we're gonna take some community questions and we've got uh our one of our favorite times of the year our year-end award uh episode so we've got a poll in our uh new clickstoff uh facebook group so be sure to join that if you're one of our listeners it's a clickstoff hero clicks podcast discussion uh we're gonna kind of facebook uh makes you pay for pages and uh promote posts and that sort of thing so a facebook group's kind of an easier way to interact with our fans so be sure to join that group and uh, uh be able to interact with us a little bit more and we'll be able to interact with you 
When so, do you guys anticipate publishing uh, our, our uh, putting the pub- podcast out? Uh, today, whenever you tell us, we can. <laughs> yeah, today. If that's today, that's my plan. Okay. Uh, the, I'm, I'm asking that because uh, I, I'm trying to give you guys the scoop on letting things out. Aaron Cantu is also doing a podcast with him um, uh, this evening, and he's and he's going to ask me the same questions, I guess, that you guys are. And, and I'm trying to give you guys both a chance to uh, get your stuff out. Uh, the actual uh, announcement will be in the morning. Yeah. Nice. The, uh, the only thing that stops us from getting it out tonight is uh, just uh, me clicking all the buttons that I need to click. <laughs> well, get them fingers working, Dan. Yeah, I plan on it, guys. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, uh, we it's a pretty solid start and stop here today, so uh, we should be all right. Um, so, if, you will, uh, if you'll send me the link to your podcast, I will uh, put that on our Realms page also. Awesome. Yep. Yep, I'll send that to you um, uh, this evening. So, okay. uh, I mean, let's just hop into the announcement. Um, I don't know. We, you want to start, Howard? What do you? Uh, yeah, what? I can. I, let me. I can kind of intro it. Um, and the, the thing that I want to. I mean, I've been reading a lot of questions and stuff on the internet from people. Um, some of the the, the announcement is going to answer a lot of the questions, um, but. Uh, mostly what I want to say is that um, I apologize for how long it's taken. I, I really would have liked to have gotten this done in a shorter time period. Um, what happened, we, we started working on this. and, and, and In fact, I talked to some of you guys, and you knew some of the things that we were working on. But within the hour, driving home, I was working on this. Uh, we, we, I mean, immediately. And... Um, the, the, the thing that hung us up first was deciding who we wanted to be this head judge. And that took a few weeks. Then once we got the head judge set, um, we, had, we had to go and redo the rock board. And then we wanted to have the, uh, a judges panel, which we'll talk about that in a minute. And after our, finally all that was done, we had all the players together where we could actually discuss everything that we'd already been discussing pretty much, but we had to formally do it and uh, we did and we voted on it and uh, then but that took a little bit longer than normal because I got sick for a week I was out I mean I was bedridden for a week I had a really really bad um, infection oh, uh, stomach and uh, anyway I, I had um, that happened and then um, as soon as that was done I was back at work and I've been working a lot i I Every day I come in intending on doing something on on uh, rock, and then I get home and I just don't have it in me. I mean, it's like, man, I'm getting. I, I go to. I get up at seven forty-five. I'm usually at uh, work at a quarter to nine, and I most days, not all days, but I'm not getting pulling in here till nine o'clock. And when you get home uh, after after twelve after twelve hours, man, you just don't want to do nothing, and right. and that's what's been going on with me. So. That's what the hang-up is, but I do realize that we've got to get this information out there, and uh, a lot of these changes are impacting things right now. I'm aware of the schedule. I'm aware of everybody wanting to see everything, and um, we're on it. I think that everything will become very clear um, by the end of the week. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know the I know the feeling. It's the it's the same for me at work. It's the end of the year and uh, trying to get a bunch of stuff done. That's uh, it's understandable. The uh, those pesky jobs that it takes to pay for having all this clicks fun, right? <laughs> yep, you're right. So uh, I guess the way to do this, uh, I mean, I've sent you guys a copy of the announcement, so you've already seen it, read it, and all that, and uh, we can just go through it. I've got it up on my computer. Yeah, let's just, just my uh, mind was blown. <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 just go through it uh, from from the beginning. Um, well, the the first thing is is the rot board has changed. Um, some the same, some different. Um, same amount of people. Uh, Tony's still the realm's older. That that's probably not, not ever going to change. I'm still the director. Uh, the big cha- the biggest change there is going to be that um, we have a different head judge. Terry Terman's no longer head judge. And uh, Patrick uh, is now our head judge, um, and I think that uh, and and damn if I know how to say his last name, I think it's Yap Joko. It's That's y- bad. He's a good friend of mine. And I never know how to say his name. It's it's Yapoko, right? Yapoko. There we go. Yapoko. So uh, Patrick is now our head judge. Um, our other rock board members are new. Um, Eric Wall, who is our TCG player rep, he will be our other rock board. Uh, member and also Chip Knight, which a lot of people are familiar with. He's the owner of Dice Addictions, and they run a lot of um, tournaments and regionals and stuff like that over there. He's very involved, and he also um, he is also at the Rock Cup every year. Uh, he runs all the midnight stuff and runs the stuff um, that that's late at night. They do a real good job, and so he's and and they have um, they run good tournaments, and and they have a lot to add um, into in the rock and, and, and that's really what we were looking at. We we're looking for active people that have things that they can add in. All right. So, so the other thing that we added, and this is brand new, we added what we call a judges panel. And, um, now Patrick is the head of the judges panel and they work kind of independently, but not independently of the rock board. Other words, uh, Patrick and his judges all get together and they write things up. They handle problems and, and in a lot of cases, that will be presented to the ROP board for approval. But um, that's what they do. And um, they, uh, they are in charge of um, tackling any problems that occur. They're, they're supposed to write rules, uh, make rulings if we need rulings to be made. Um, hopefully, they, they will use a little bit of uh, foresight. Um, I was in quality control for a while, and, and we... And, and we and we try to use preventive quality control, and that that means you put things in place to prevent problems from happening. So that that's the way I like to look to do things, and I hope that that's what they do. Um, initiate the rot judges program, and um, they're also going to be writing. I, I guess it's a big thing to anybody. They're going to be writing a comprehensive tournament rule book. Um, in the beginning, we avoided that. We kind of depended on whiz kids. Um, and we just wanted to follow WizKids rules and, and do our own little uh, addendums that were when we didn't want to follow them. But uh, WizKids doesn't have any tournament rules right now, and we disagree with a lot of their tournament rules. So, and we think that they don't address a lot of things in their tournament rooms. It's very the tournament rules that I, that they did have. You know, I'm saying they don't have any, but we're, I'm basing it on what they did have. In a lot of cases, they were very vague. And um, we want a little. We want a little bit. If if any of you guys play Magic, if you go and look at Magic's tournaments rules, it's a book. 
And uh, we're really kind of going towards something like that. And um, that's going to take a while to write. Uh, that's what the judges panel and Patrick will be doing. And um, in the meantime, what we'll do is we'll use the rules that we currently have on. And, and those rules will, will go in the tournament rule, but we're not going to change those rules. Uh, they'll just be more comprehensive. Um, but the rules that uh, we, we'll follow WizKids rules, and we will follow our, uh, our addendums to those rules, which we have some on there now if you, if you go into HC Realms. And we announced some back uh, before the Rock Cup. And then we also, and we're also about this week to announce some new ones. And um, those will all be written down. Patrick is working on that. I talked to him yesterday. I think that he'll have that up. Um, and it'll be formatted pretty much the way that you guys are used to seeing it um, with what Terry had done in the past. It'll be pretty much that. And that's what we will follow for now. Um, later, uh, we will replace that with a comprehensive tournament rulebook. So that's, uh, that's the big changes, I, w- I would say, that's, uh, that's going on with the ROT board and the judges panel. Um, you guys got any questions about that? Uh, congratulations, uh, Patrick. You got, uh, got a big job ahead of you. I think, I think you got the right, uh, right man for the job there. Patrick is very, very knowledgeable. And I also, uh, I think all the people that are supporting him, and I didn't announce that, but it's Amber Collins from Married with Clicks, Jane Manus, who is the head judge at Dice Addictions, uh, Matt Wishart, who uh, is another judge, and he works um, over in, in New Jersey, and he was also on our rock board. And then Alex Hill, a lot of people may not know who he is, especially on this side of the country, but Alex is the head judge for Majestics. Okay. Yeah, I didn't recognize that. That was the one name I didn't recognize. And um, so those guys all together, I think, uh, will form a pretty good team. And uh, Patrick uh, has got a lot of experience, not just in um, in Hero Clicks, but in Magic. Um, he was on the on the Pro Tour, I think, there for a while, and he's very familiar with the way they do things. And in any of you guys that know Eric, um, Eric Wall from TCG Player. Eric is really good, but he comes from a different kind of background. And that, that and, um, and, and some of the things that he suggests are good, and some of those things sometimes don't really, they really don't fit hero clicks. Um, so that's, but it's, it's good that we have somebody with that background there bringing things up because Magic does things a lot different than, uh, than what we do, but they also do a lot of things the same. They also do a lot of things better. So, we're incorporating some of those things into, or will be incorporating some of those things into HeroClix. So that's cool. So, uh, so uh, moving on, I guess uh, we would. Uh, I guess we can talk about the cup itself, and um, lots of changes there. Um, is it going to be at the same place? Do you know yet, or is that to be? Announced? Yes, yes. Uh, we've talked to the. We've talked to them. Um, they're supposed to be sending us a blueprint over, but the, the blueprint... Now, what's happening is that was a Holiday Inn, and it's now going to be a double tree. and they're remodeling. They're putting millions of dollars into the uh, hotel. So the hotel is actually going to be nicer. And I, don't I think thought it was pretty anybody, nice when we were there. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's crazy, but I think we're all very satisfied. Well, now you're, you're talking about something that's even nicer than that. And... Uh, I know they're expanding the bar area. I know that they're 
they're redoing everything. Uh, it's going to be more luxurious. Um, so I, I think that, that that's a good thing. Now, uh, how does that affect us? The rate goes up $5. The rate probably would have went up $5 anyway, um, So, which is still a, a very good rate. I mean, when I'm talking about rates, I'm talking about the rooms. The rooms are going to go up $5. Yeah, um, still a bargain. Yeah, uh, and, and maybe more so now with, with, uh, with what we haven't seen it yet, but we're anticipating um, – like I said, it's it's hard for me to imagine because, like David said, it, it just it's it was pretty darn nice as it was. It's hard to imagine it being that much better. And but the way they're talking, it's supposed to be. Yeah, at, uh, I travel quite a bit for work, and it's it's uh, it's definitely a really nice hotel for the price. Right. So anyway, we. I, I like that. that everything was in one spot. <laughs> yes, that's that's what that's what makes it work. And I also can tell you, um, I don't know. It might have been Jason that was asking me. I think he did. He was asking me about a date. Yes, correct. Um, yeah. Let me look. Let me go forward. I have not. I'm going to be writing that up, and I've got to make sure that this is good with the rest of the panel. Um, but uh, the weekends that we would choose would be the 13th, 14th, or 15th, or the 20, 21st, and 22nd. I want to do the 20, 21st, and 22nd. I, I like that because it's uh, yeah. a little farther after school starts. You know, yeah, I got I three like that kids, too. and it's chaos for those first few weeks. <laughs> so, I, so I don't know that for sure, but uh, unless they unless there's a problem with that date, that would probably be the twenty twenty first and twenty second. Uh, like I said, I'm working. I'll have I, I'm working this week on getting um, uh, everything up to date: the schedule, the uh, formats, the uh, um, the prizes uh, and even the Rock Cup and even even everything is going to be um, upgraded this week. It might uh, I, I'll have my part. I have to have Tony help me a little bit on it, but uh, we should have it all done. So anyway, back back to the Rock Cup. Um, the biggest news I think out of the Rock Cup is that we are eliminating the quarterfinals. There will be no quarterfinals. Um, now. We're doing that because everybody seems to play really hard to make it to the semis and to the finals to where to where almost the quarterfinals is a very only a small smattering of people. Um, so small that we just went ahead and let everybody that played in the quarters go all the way to the semis this year. So uh, we don't see the need for it. And by doing that, it frees up some time. Um, that we can take advantage of. It actually helps me out a lot. I'm, I'm scheduling itinerary. And so I'll, I'll tell you what the itinerary is now. Um, Friday morning, we will do our, our last chance super Q, which is what we did last year. But what we did, we made it a special event. We only ran four rounds and it was really a lot of fun. And, and yes, uh, Dan, I know you want to know this. It's probably going to be 400 points modern again. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, Dave, Dave and I had a great time. I mean, we got second. Well, we got, we got we second. Got... We got second and fourth. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> I liked it. I liked the fact that I liked it, having something different there. It attracted a lot of people. Um, we will probably do the same thing again. That's my plan. That's what I'm planning on writing up. Now, the difference is, is that we only did four rounds, and because we don't have the quarterfinals and we have time now, we will do. The last chance SQ, and we will do it in its entirety. We will the rounds will be based on the participants, so we'll run it just like a regular SQ. 
Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Sounds All right, nice. Friday evening, now we're, what we're going to do is we're moving. We've always done this on Saturday night, and it's always been late. Uh, we're going to move the dinner and murder mystery to Friday evening from Saturday. Um, we'll be able to have the dinner, I believe, earlier. Uh, matter of fact, I know we will. We'll be able to have the dinner and the murder mystery earlier in the evening rather than late at night. So I think that's better for everybody. Yeah, I'd say so. I, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was felt a little late on Saturday, but it was still yeah. Time. The, the re, the, there was it, it, it was you're right. It was a great time, a great dinner, uh, but it was the only we had to do it that way to fit it all in because it, it just overabundance of trying to cramp things in. And again, getting rid of the quarterfinals is making a world of difference on how I can schedule things. Um, Friday midnight. Uh, we will still do our players event, which was a big hit last year. I think we had nearly 30 people at it. Um, but now it, that's just a player run event. We usually get somebody to run that for us and come up with something. Um, and, uh, it's always been a lot of fun. Um, and it's, it's really simple. It doesn't go in the late evening. It usually just, it's just Swiss rounds and, but it is a midnight event. All right. Saturday morning, Saturday morning, same thing we did last year. We will run our team event. And that was obviously a big hit. Um, I, to me, to me, that was the most enjoyment I had the whole weekend as far as playing. And um, and I think that I saw nothing but positivity out of everybody that participated. It, it's a lot of fun. So we will do the team event again. Uh, we'll do it Saturday morning. But here's the catch: um, we're only going to run the Swiss round Saturday mornings. We're not, we're not going to run the entire event. Um, we will run just Swiss. Saturday afternoon, we will start the Rock Cup semifinals. Now, the, the Rock Cup semifinals is four rounds and with half the people advancing. Okay. Saturday evening, we will actually start the finals, of, uh, the finals, but we will only do the Swiss part of it. And we'll start that Saturday evening, and we will break – uh, we will get to our top 32. Um, then the top 32 uh, will stop at that point. Saturday night, Dice Addictions will still do their, their super qualifier that they've always done. It's usually a midnight event. It's the first one of the season. It's in, in, uh, We had a lot of participation last year and the year before, so um, that's there to play. Uh, Sunday morning, uh, we will start off and we will do our team event singles. Uh, elimination. Um, I think we had eight teams last year that we put in this in the in the finals. We might expand on that. It might only be eight teams, but we will do again. But it will be um, it will be the single elimination part of our team event. Sunday after that completes, we will do the Rock Cup single elimination, which will be the final thirty-two. So that will be Saturday afternoon. It's which is about where it usually is anyway. I mean, that's right. we usually start that Saturday afternoon, I mean, Sunday afternoon. So we're picking it up right where it was. The only thing is, is we're adding um, more into the team events. We're running a, we're running a full team event. Uh, and we're, and we're actually, and we're actually able to get a full SQ in. And I think that this works better. It also gives everybody a little bit of a break in between events and a lot still allows everybody to participate in the singles and the team event. No, we will not start, uh, any any event uh, such as the uh, the singles, uh, the rock championship, if somebody's playing in the team event, we just that's not. There's no way we would even consider doing that. 
doing that. So that's uh, that's pretty much it. That's the change in itinerary. Now, the other big thing is we've added something in uh, for qualification. So we want people to be able – I mean, we play all year long, and we try to get points, and we try to get buys, and we try to um, – get ourselves set up for the finals and people buy points and everything else. But we want people to be able to come to the rock cup that maybe haven't, hasn't even played in a rock event all year long and have the opportunity to qualify. And, and we can, they can do that. Um, they can do that through rock and rolls, which is what we've had all we've always, we've had those since day one and they're just battle Royals where players can earn points. Now what's happened before is a rock and rolls. If you want a rock and roll, you got 20 points. And those 20 points was enough to get you into the quarterfinals. Okay. Right. A um, little bit different this year in, in the fact that um, we don't have quarterfinals. So what we've done is we raised that a little bit to 25 points. You have to have 50 points to get in the semifinals. So you're not going to win a rock and roll and go into the semis. I don't think that would be right anyway. Um, but you can win two rock and rolls. Or you can do a combination thereof with points and everything else to uh, to get in the semis. Also, it's a good way if you've already qualified for the semis to add 25 points onto whatever you got and possibly push yourself in the finals. So you still can do that. Now, the other thing that we've added is what we call hard rocks. Um, hard rocks are constructed eight-man single elimination tournaments. Um, I'm, I'm undecided as of right now. I know that we will run 300-point modern age, but we might run 300-point limited also, or we might um, schedule, say, six hours of, for this six hours, it's going to be nothing but modern, and then these next six hours will be limited. We may do something like that. I don't really want to do sign-up sheets where you have a choice of one or the two because I think that keeps people waiting more. Then, then, then I want to. We want to be able to do these fast and furious. But a hard rock, it's an eight-man um, tournament. You can bring your constructed team. This, the other thing that I like about this is a lot of people, they build a team hoping to play that team in the finals, and they never get to play that team. Well, you can play your team now. You can go into a hard rock and play the team that you built to try to win the whole thing. It, 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 at least when you leave there, you know you've that you have the opportunity at least to play your team. Um, it's good practice, too. And it's great practice. Um, so with the Hard Rocks, uh, they're eight-man single elimination, and the winner gets 50 points because if, I think if you win an eight-man single el- elimination, that you can go straight into the, the semis, no problem. So you get 50 points for first, 25 points for second, third and fourth get 10, and fifth and eighth get five. And back on the rock and rolls, it's 25 points for first, second point gets 10 points, third and fourth gets five points. So if you play in these events, you earn points. And if you play in enough of them, even if you're not winning them, you can get enough points to play in the semis. And that's what we want to do. We want, to let, we want people to be able to play and have the opportunity to play, uh, even if they haven't played in the rock circuit all year long. Um, and it also, again, also lets people that have played in the circuit all year long improve um, where they're at. So I like it. I think that's a good thing. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on those? I think they're great. I mean, the points here are serious. I mean, 
more, you know, two and a half times the points for winning a super qualifier to win a hard rock. I mean, that's pretty great. Both <laughs> tournaments, I mean, basically they're grinders, which is something that uh, Norm from uh, WizKids a few years ago was doing grinders. Um, that was the only way you could qualify to get to the world championships at one time. You had to play in grinders. And they're stressful. I'm telling you that those things are stressful. But th- this was an all-win situation with those, is that if you didn't win it, you had to go and play another one. And so you were just playing and playing and playing. They're also fairly cheap. It's $15 for a rock and roll and $10. Now, the, the rock and rolls are sealed, and the uh, hard rocks are constructed. The hard rocks are only $10. So um, we think that that's, uh, we think that that's a, a good way a good. Uh, Good, good way for everybody to play a lot of clicks and, and, and possibly get in. Yeah, I can dig it. Yeah, I, I like it a lot, actually. It's, it's pretty fun. I, I just like that you can get a lot of practice for your uh, team, you know, that you want to take into the semis or the finals if you can squeeze some of them in first, you know? Yep. Make some tweaks, see if something works or not. I agree. Okay. Good stuff. So that's pretty much the changes that are occurring with the cup and the board and so on and so forth. Now we can talk about actual rule changes and philosophies. I guess is where we would start is uh, um, the philosophy. That's the first thing that we adopted. And um, and we, we've got a general philosophy for rock and that, and that philosophy is no harm, no foul. And what that means is that a judge needs to look at it at each instance where something has occurred, something illegal has occurred. Um, um, if, and when I say illegal, maybe it's a wrong build, maybe it's somebody committed an action the wrong way, maybe he interpreted a rule the wrong way. Any any of those things, a judge needs to look at them, and he needs to he needs to investigate it. And he needs to determine if any harm um, has occurred. And if no harm has occurred, in other words, it hasn't affected the outcome of the tournament, if it hasn't affected the results of the tournament, um, so on and so forth, then the judge will make a correction. Um, all right, let's use an example. Let's say that it's round one, and uh, a, a guy turns in his team, and he's got an overbuild by 10 points, okay? The game hasn't been played yet, so no harm has occurred. So what the judge would do would simply tell him to remove something from his build that's on his build, and he can't replace, he can't go outside the game and create a new team. That's, that's not right, but he can remove something from his team and make it legal and then play on, okay? Yeah. Um, Let's say even a better example would be what we were all familiar with at the Rock Cup where somebody incorrectly wrote uh, Mystic Mystics down as a theme team, never used it, um, didn't even really know what, I I don't even know if he really realized what he was doing there, but he he wrote Mystics down. He He didn't use it for a dice advantage and he never used it in any other way. And, um, there again is no harm, no foul. All the all of his opponents te- uh, testified that that's what occurred, and that's no harm, no foul. Now, 
had he actually used Mystics to gain an advantage and get a map, then that player and, and get a map choice over the other player and uh, had gained the advantage there, that is harm. And that would and that is the discretion of the judge. But in, in my mind, if I would have been the judge and that would have occurred, I would have DQ'd that player. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Makes perfect sense. And and this could even go all the way into the in the final round where you find something that is wrong. It could just be, uh, I mean, God's sakes, it could just be a misspelling. It could be that the guy added up his points wrong and he actually had a 299-point team instead of a 300-point team. You just determine whether whether any foul has been done and or any harm has been done and, and, and use the and use uh, and use your own discretion as to what you want to do. And that could be simply making the correction and warning the player, or it could be DQing the player. Um, that's that's what the judge that's what we have judges for. Um, and as far as warnings go if you warn a player or something, you need to keep track of it. And at the end of the tournament, any warnings that you got needs to be forwarded to the Rock Judges panel. And the Rock Judges panel will maintain a list of players and warnings. And I want to, we want to do that so that if we have a player out there that is just over and over and over and over again receiving warnings and doing things wrong, we have a problem. And the, the, uh, the Judges panel can at that time address that and could possibly um, take further action against that player. But uh, we're wanting to keep that to see what – I honestly don't think that we'll ever see a see a player or very many players that that occurs to because it, they're usually random. And I also want to make, make sure that, we, that you guys and, and, and um, players understand that we are in no way condoning cheating. Um, we're talking about uh, mistakes. We're talking about errors. Um, we don't feel like somebody should be punished and DQ'd um, because they made an error. Uh, we Everybody travels, for the most part, to play in these games. Everybody puts out money to play these games. Um, everybody pays um, to play at the event. Everybody buys their pieces. And we're all we're not professional. We're not on TV or anything like that. This isn't the ABC Wide World of Sports. We're we're doing this for fun. Yes, it's competitive. Yes, we want to win, um, but we don't feel like somebody should be punished for making an error. Um, they, uh, depending on what that error is, but if just a simple mistake, slap on the hand and play on. Um, but cheating, on the other hand, is not an error. Cheating is something that is done intentional. And if anyone is caught cheating, they should be DQ'd immediately. The rock board and the rock judges panel should be notified immediately. And um, we will notify WizKids immediately. Uh, Justin, uh, back in the very beginning, Justin uh, told me that if we caught any cheaters, that he wanted to be notified of it immediately. So quite honestly, if I find a cheater, or if a cheater gets brought to my attention, an email eventually and uh, 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 right away goes to Justin and says, "This player, we caught him cheating. He's bad for the game. Blah blah blah." And WizKids is on alert. So, when you if you cheat and we catch you and we know you did it intentionally, um, we will take drastic action. 
And um, so, like, my my two things um, are: is there going to be a formal way to for like a judge to notify the judges' board? I mean, because obviously, you know, since Clicks is such a tight knit community, like half the judges' board is already on my like Facebook friends list, right? Yeah. So, I mean, is there going to be a formal way to do that, or? We're. In, uh, I've got. I've actually got to reach out to Tony, and he's gonna. He's going to create a forum, uh, a private forum, just for the judge and the judges panels. Um, I will let Patrick answer that, but I think that. I think that that needs to go to Patrick. I think that that a formal complaint should go straight. I mean, a, 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 in a case of cheating, and also in in uh, um, where somebody's been issued a warning, I think that all of those things should go. To Patrick, and he sh- and he should let his judges people keep up with that, and let the rock board know what's going on. So, uh, the answer to that question is is it needs to go to Patrick, and what we'll do is we'll create something on Realms to where you can just message him right after the tournaments. Okay, and um, the the second thing I was going to say was with the the reporting of cheating. That's um, for everybody listening. That's something for the judge to do, not individual players. Um, <laughs> Because there are some people out there who think they're constantly being cheated, and uh, you know that's something you bring up during the tournament. So <laughs> the the um, problem with the problem with cheating um, is that you have to be able to prove it, and it, it, it sometimes it's hard to prove. Even even when you suspect it, you still have to prove it. Um, a, a good example of proof was was I was at Worlds one time, and a guy was using illegal dice. Uh, somebody reported that he was doing that, and I watched the head judge at WizKids sit three, four tables away and just watch this guy, and saw what he was doing. He was he was uh, he was slipping, slip, using sleight of hand and slipping dice out, and he caught him, rolled his dice, immediately banned him from the tournament. Uh, they went to get um, Origins. Actually, it wasn't Origins then; it was Gen Con. They went to get Gen Con. Um, to have him removed from the premise, and the guy had already removed himself and got the hell out of there. <laughs> oh so, so that's definite proof when you when you got something like that. You have to be able to see it. You have to be able to know it. Um, somebody, I mean, there's there's so many different ways to cheat that's hard to catch. Short clicking um, is, is is something that it's that it's hard to catch. When you see, it's the player has to bring it up at that time. And even again, if you catch, it can be a mistake. I mean, if I don't, if I click improperly, um, you have to know that I did it intentionally. If I if, if I do a rule wrong, you have to know I did it intentionally. Cheating is hard to catch, um, but when you catch somebody, what I would say, if if somebody short clicked, but you couldn't prove that he cheated, you certainly can give him a warning, and that warning will be put on file with us. And if we see that player doing more things, that would point him to being uh, even be more of a, a, it would make him very suspect as a cheater and enough violations, enough warnings would lead us to want to ban that player. Yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's an extremely healthy thing to do. Yep. Yeah, I think it's, it's a great addition. It's good to hear that you got uh, Justin support there. <laughs> so, somehow, well, Justin, s- somehow that Justin seems... Actually, uh, 
Somehow that Justin, seems... Go ahead. Justin absolutely abhors cheating. I, I can tell you that right now. I mean, he is... He absolutely hates cheating. Somehow that seems way scarier if the uh, dude that runs the company, that runs the game, um, that makes the game that you play, uh, is aware that you're a dirty cheater. He's going to curse all of your boosters that sent your way from here on out. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Justin, I don't see eye to eye on him on everything. Uh, there's, I mean, you can say whiz kids. We don't all see eye to eye with whiz kids at all. But one thing that I will tell you is that is that um, Justin has a lot of integrity uh, as far as the game is concerned. It, it's he he wants the game played in the right way. I mean, everything. The reason. That that he, he that he's so adamant about his prize support being sold because he he wants prize support to be a certain way. Uh, you remember a few years ago when we went to Worlds and you had players going in groups that um, that wanted to um, um, they would go in as a group together and then split the prizing up and just play the the, the games real fast. And that's that's why we have random play now for battle royals. Uh, versus what we used to have before because that bugged him because that wasn't the purpose. The purpose for him was that you, you sat down and you played a battle royal and you earned a prize and those prizes were precious and also you got to play against other players and have the fun of playing against other players. And when you simply had a group of players going in there um, to be just prize hogs, that irked him because that's not what his game is about. That's not what he does this for. So, integrity-wise, I can assure you that Justin is, has a lot of it. Yeah, I agree. I, I certainly hold all of my Connellys like uh, Gollum did in The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Your precious. Yep, I hear you. My precious. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, moving on. The other thing that... Um, that uh, that is going to be a requirement now, and is that judges are required to check and sign off on all build sheets. Um, now, some tournaments have already done this. Some tournaments haven't. Some tournaments they don't even sign off on them, but they just check them. I've seen it done various various ways. Um, uh, it, we've gotten lazy in that we've let players check sheets and held players responsible for checking sheets and that's wrong um it's not that's not i shouldn't be responsible for somebody else which we'll talk about that a little bit more in detail but we're going to put it back on judges and judges can do this one or two ways they can check and sign off on the sheet uh prior to the tournament um now you don't have the guy doesn't have to bring his team up there you just got to bring the build sheet but so you can sign off and you can look at the sheet make sure what you're doing is you're making sure that everything totals up correctly and making sure that he has all um, legal figures on, on, on the board. And, there, and then you sign off on it. As simple as that. Now, sometimes, sometimes you may not have a, a large enough judging staff. Sometimes um, you may be pressed for time. And the way to get around that is you just go ahead and play the tournament. And in between rounds, uh, randomly go out and, uh, or and check everybody's sheet until you it cheats and, and sign off on them until everybody has got until everybody's sheets has been signed off by the judge, and that has to be done by the end of Swiss rounds. Um, I think that's a good thing, not a bad thing. Then uh, I also want to say that 
The judge is signing off on the sheet. The check. It's a check, but it's by no means a certification. Um, there's a lot to look at, uh, especially this day and age. Uh, playing hero clicks, you've got uh, too many sideline figures. You've got um, resources. Uh, now we've got figures. Now it's even becoming more so because we have lower, lower uh, uh, figures with lower point values. So there's more. There's a lot of stuff that can go on that sheet, and um, so it's very easy, especially when you're trying to run a tournament and you got a thousand people around you trying to check those sheets. It's easy to miss something. So the judge is not being held accountable in that he's certifying the sheet. It's just another check mode to where we're looking at it to make sure it's right. So just because your judge signed off on it and you have a and your build is wrong. It doesn't mean that you're going to go skate through that tournament and that, that you have a, a golden sheet that nobody can touch and you're 100 points over and ha, ha, ha. That, doesn't, that does not what that means. It means that if somebody figures it out before the end, you're still subject to all punishment, that, uh, warnings, just DQs, everything that could possibly happen to you uh, without, with or without signing off. Any hmm. questions there, guys? No, I think Comment? that's a I think that's a great uh, step in the right direction. Um, I mean, obviously, I think we you know what you were talking about. If these kind of things are more uh, prevalent, right? If this isn't a uh, a good enough stopgap, then uh, you you would have to go to everybody brings their team in pieces up, right? So uh, this is definitely a step in the right direction, and hopefully, it, it fixes the problem. We think so. It's, it's. Um, I mean, we can go extreme with this. I mean, we can, we could. I mean, and it would be stupid. The extreme version of this would be that everybody brought their team up, everybody brought their sheet up, and that a judge spent ten minutes, five minutes, whatever, analyzing every piece of paper, checking every little thing, going through it in detail, maybe even punching it into the computer to make sure that it's legal. Um, and we could spend two hours checking everybody's uh, stuff. Uh, on a, on a large tournament. That's not our intent. Our intent is to, to glance over, look at everything, add everything up as quickly as possible. Hopefully in large tournaments that you have three or four judges there, the three or four ju- judges tackle everything all together. We don't expect our judges to be perfect in this area. We just expect it to be one more um, pot, one more opportunity to catch something wrong. Yeah. It also is a good, it's a good time for players to ask a question you know about about their team sheets and, and and fix it. So that's what that is. Yeah. So players are still going to have to sign off on the scoring, though, right? Is that what I'm reading? Yeah, a little bit different. Uh, what hap- What's happened before, which we which we'll go into the next thing. It leads into it. Players are no longer required to sign off on build sheets for build verification. I'm playing you, Daniel. Um, it's it's uh, to my benefit to check your team, is it not? Of course. Okay. If I choose not to, shame on me. Right? Yep, exactly. But it's to my benefit to check your team out and make sure that you're not cheating me or that you haven't made an error that could possibly cheat me. Correct? Yep, that's right. Okay. So it's 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 on it's the, the onus is on me if I want to do that. If I want to if I if I'm playing you and now, you know, I, I say that but we're pretty, we're pretty good friends. I think we are, and we play oh, yeah. each other a lot, and we test. So we have tested together. 
and we know what he, and so if I came up against you in a tournament and I saw the same damn team that I just saw the night before I'm probably not going to check your check your team right so it's but it's it's still the onus is on me whether I want to check that team and make sure that it's right um so I can check it I can ask you for your team and I can check it but I don't have to sign off on it because I'm not certifying that team. I'm not certifying your team at all. Um, never should have had to. Um, I'm not accountable for your team. I'm accountable for your team versus my game. And before that game begins, I want to make sure your team is right for my benefit, for not not for anybody else's. Right. Okay. That's pretty straightforward. Now, um, at so that that's the way we look at it. So, you, and and also, if I miss something. If I miss something and I get beat by your team um, and find out two rounds later, guess what? I still got a loss. I, I just screwed up. Now, if I, I should have checked your team, you know, the donus was on me. Secondly, if that, if that uh, team goes on and it's caught two rounds later and there's something illegal on it, um, I'm not going to be DQ'd for that. Uh, I might be warned that I, there was a legal team that I, that I played, but I'm definitely not going to be DQ'd on that. I am not. I players are not supposed to certify other players' teams. Um, that's not what this is about. We are we. This has gotten so crazy. We have we are asking. We have been asking players to certify other players' teams, and if incorrect, facing de- de- qualifi- disqualification from a tournament. And that's not right. Um, it, 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 it's that's not the player's responsibility. It's the judge's responsibility. Um, it's not the player's responsibility. I shouldn't have to, to to check every little thing on another score sheet. We're not professionals. We're paying to play in a tournament. We're not. Um, we're not being paid to play in a tournament. Right. Makes sense. All right, and the, that moves on to the fourth thing: is players are required to sign off on either the build sheet or the score sheet that the scores and the win loss are correct prior to turning their sheets into the judge. And just for the record, I don't know that I—I I don't think I said this anywhere in the announcement, but I'm redoing. I'm going to be redoing uh, the sheets. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on there. Our, our tournament, our, our build sheets are going to be redone. There's going to be a place on there for the judge to sign off. I'm going to redo uh, the, the sign-offs at the bottom, um, the whole nine yards. Um, and honestly, if, uh, if people follow the win system, there's no, there, there shouldn't even. If you follow the win system, you don't even have to sign off on the build sheet anyway. The uh, you have a score sheet that, that's turned that you have to turn in each each round, and that. Uh, that's what you sign off on. You're certifying the score. And you're, you're certifying who won or lost, not the build. You're certifying the score. And uh, anyway, we will redo the, the sheets. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I will probably run it by a lot of people, people like yourself, before we publish it, to make sure that it that it's um, more usable, more um, that it's got the room that we need, and that it makes sense. Yeah, the um, uh, the little slips of paper from the win are great. Yep, I agree. I'm glad you said you're going to redo those because I, I hate the current sheets with a passion. I think they're horrible. They're right, they just way they're way too busy. I agree. There's stuff on there that we don't need. Um, 
there's two different sheets that people use. You got the old WizKids uh, build sheet, and then you got the new one, and you got our sheet. And our sheet was taken off the new, really built off of the, the new WizKids sheet, where you list the things and you add up as you go and blah, blah, blah. But that sheet could be so much better. And, and we're going to totally redo it. And um, uh, we'll come up with something that, that's more workable. And like I said, I, I would really like you guys' thoughts. I will shoot this by you. Jason, you know I shoot a lot of stuff by you anyway. Um, yeah. I, I'll shoot it by you. Look at it. Got it laid out and see what you think. Sounds great. I'd be happy to see an actual sideline section again. Well, that's... As a, that's, as a Quintet yeah. player, <laughs> I would just yes. like have to list it um, down below the rest of my build and kind of like put the ID card and then what figure I'm using with the ID card. And Well, the new just, sheets don't even have a cramped. place... The new sheets don't even have a place to list uh, objects on, um, and, and it's just really, uh, it, it's just really, it, it needs to be fixed. We'll we'll fix it. It's gonna it's gonna be good. Uh, we also uh, there's also some there's some uh, areas that are on there that need more space. By trying to write in some of those little squares is near about impossible. Yeah, especially when you have terrible handwriting like I do. Yep, or I do. <laughs> I'm gonna, or I do. Yeah, I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip from number four to number six because it kind of ties in what we were talking about in the fact that all tournaments must now be run in the wind system. Uh, gonna, everything needs to be run in the wind. Now we're doing that for multiple reasons. One, um, one is is that I, I guess the biggest thing is is that we can actually see the tournament if somebody runs a rock tournament. We can see the tournament online. We can go into your store and look at the date and see the results and um, verify how many people were there, so on and so forth. And and quite honestly, the wind system is pretty good. I mean, it's got a few flaws that need to be fixed that hopefully they will fix. Um, but in general, it's a good system. And until we until we come up with something better, that's what we're going to use. We're going to use the wind system. Um, it also it's it's also advantageous for stores. I don't know why they wouldn't want to run the, under the wind system because WizKids uh, tracks that information. And if you run a big tournament, you really want it to be in the wind system. You want to be getting credit for it. Yes, you do. Take uh, it from the, me. <laughs> the, the only time that you do not want, the only time, the exception that can be made, and this does happen, uh, you're running a big tournament and the Internet crashes. Well, you know, you still got to run the tournament. We're not going to sit there and wait. 24 hours for the internet to come back up. Right. So there, there are exceptions to the rule, and that would be an exception. Um, so anyway, that, that is pretty simple. Um, and then um, now we go back, and this is a big, big, big change. Which I love. <laughs> is um, we're changing things. We will, uh, rounds will now be 45 minutes flat. And we we are doing away with last action. We will no longer call last action. We will now instead call last round. And what that means is that, is that um, everybody, we will complete the round. If, if When the last round is called, if it's player one's turn, he will finish his turn, followed by player two getting a complete turn. That will end the round and end the game. Uh, if it's players two, if, if last round is called during player turn two's turn, then player two will finish his 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 uh, actions, 
and complete his turn, and that will end the round. Um, I uh, I think there's been discrepancies for years over last action and how it's interpreted, um, and and how and um, this ends that. And this actually gives both players an equal amount of turns, equal amount of opportunities, um, and. And I, and I will also tell you that I've been a I've been I've been in opposition to this for a long time up until the last year, and I've flipped because I've seen it in action, and I've seen the things that can happen uh, because of last action. Um, it's just it, 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 there's just too much to it. I mean. You get you get in a situation, and in fact, I was in a situation where last action was called, and the the player and, and I that were my opponent and I, who happened to be good friends, got in a big dispute over where he was at in his turn and what he had what he could declare. Uh, so, I mean, for example, um, you do a call in, you call in the figure, the figure, the figure, uh, the figure then is TK'd moved that figure then does it then has to declare the tack um and all that's like three or four different actions and we were in a big debate over when last action that was was actually called well this eliminates that this eliminates that that kind of debate of when last action is um it's now last round and both players get to complete a round um I, I know the, the negatives of uh, of this because I've been on that other side of the fence, and I've I've argued against it for a few years. But I but it's actually me that is that is uh, after after going at the Rock Cup and listening to people and watching people and and seeing it done in other areas. I'm now a proponent of this. How do you guys feel about it? No, I like it. It makes it it makes it uh, clear. It's very set. I also want to say that it, there's a little bit of unsurety that it, as to whether WizKids is doing this or not. Uh, we did this on our own accord, but while we were doing this, uh, James Manios uh, read the rules, and if you read the rules that WizKids has published, I don't know where he was reading it from, but he but he was quoting it, and he was and he was saying that that uh, the way that, that the, the game is complete that under their tournament section somewhere that the game is complete um, when the lat when the round is complete. Not when, not when last action is called. So, we might be seeing this occur with WizKids themselves. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, we'll find out. But that's what I'm, we're doing. I'm sure we'll find out before uh, February when the next yep. round of WKOs come in. At least I hope so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we we are going to. I mean, I think that everything that we do will probably everything that I've said. There's going to be people that are for and against it and uh some people are going to be like hallelujah and some people are some subjects are going to be more controversial than others uh, this one is definitely going to be talked about um we are rebanning felix faust um he is banned that ban is in effect as soon as this announcement goes out it was something that was um very hard thought about it, it's something that um that we have mixed feelings about, um, but the, the <laughs> exactly there you go. Um, 
the, the bottom line is this, is we do not feel like a figure, uh, no matter what you have to do as far as rolling is concerned, should be able to not allow another player to play um, and possibly not play that whole game and simply watch his team get annihilated. Certainly it's harder to do than it was when before they um, before they toned Felix Faust down but it and before and before some figures disappeared but it's still possible um, how possible is it I saw it numerous times at the Rock Cup occur where players literally sat there and watched and did nothing and that's not what we want now if WizKids wants that more power to them but we actually want our players to play each other and that's why we're doing this um also we were uh we we listened to the community and we and we definitely have i I couldn't tell you what the vote is but i would say seven out of ten people i talked to are better would be for banning faust three out of ten would be like no way but i also will tell you out of those three out of ten uh a lot of them have not Sat there <laughs> and and got fausted <laughs> before. Uh, or uh, when you get fausted, you're you're and you see it in action, uh, your opinion changes a little bit. Uh, also, and, and, and even though that's bad, I, I I'll say that I was not influenced by that so much. I was influenced more by the people that were playing with Faust that were that were telling me we need to ban him and. These players were at the World Cup. Um, they were national, world, and rock champions, and they were practically begging for me. They, and their, te- and they, their teams all included Faust, and they were winning with Faust. And then one of them won the Rock Cup with Faust, yeah. um, all telling me, please ban this figure. So if you're winning with it and you're, and you're a champion and you're saying this is bad, well, that make, that's, that's saying something in my mind. Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a statement right there. Yeah. Okay, uh, got <laughs> got one more for you, and uh, I, I want to be clear on why I, I want to be clear on why and what happened to, to to make this occur. Rock board members will no longer participate in the World Cup. Um, the Rock Judge Panel may participate in the World Cup and all other Rock events. Rock board members can can participate in all Rock events accept the cup. Any buys won by rock members at these events will be passed down to the next player. No one may participate in a rock tournament whereby they are judging. All right. Rock board members have been able to play in the in the cup and that would be me. Um, there's only there's only two players by the way that have ever played in the cup that are rock board members and that would be me and Patrick. Um, Terry also plays and uh, some of the other players, some of the other rock board members we have played, but the only two that's ever played in the cup are me and Patrick. Um, the judge couldn't play, obviously, and that was Terry. And Terry would have liked to have played, but he was running the event, so therefore he couldn't. Um, so Patrick is now the head judge, so he doesn't. He's not going to play. Period. He will be running the judge. He will be running the rock cup as, as the head judge there. Um, the uh, uh, the other board members, Eric is from TCG Player. He doesn't 
even play hero clicks, or if he does, he plays very casually. Chip, um, uh, the other rock board member, he doesn't play. So that only leaves me. I made a conscious decision at the Rock Cup uh, that I didn't want to play. Uh, and it had, no, it had no effect on what other people wanted. I, I made a conscious decision myself. Maybe even told some people. Maybe told you guys that I wasn't going to play next year. But the reason, my reasoning for it was is I was playing and helplessly watched some of the stuff that was going on at the Rock Cup and could do nothing about it. And I felt like, I feel like had I been the rock director at the tournament that I might could have done something. And um, so I didn't like that. I also, I also, it's, it's a high intense event and I play, I, I've got a lot of friends um, in Heroclix who I like to play and I like to play competitively. Um, but, uh, and when I say friends, I mean a majority, or I don't know about a majority, but a high number of players that are at the Rock Cup are my friends. I've developed a lot of friends. And I really don't like being the Rock director and playing those friends and those people um, at the Rock Cup. Now, let's go to the World Championship. Let's go to some other places and play, and I don't care. You know, gloves are off. But I just really don't like being the rock director and playing at the World Cup. I will be playing as much as I ever have, I hope. Um, I, I'm going to be playing at your events, Jason. I'm going to be um, I might go to Texas. I might go um, any number of places and play. Um, but that's it. I'm not going to go any further with it. I'll still play at the WizKids. And someday or another I may not be the rock director. And if I'm not the rock director, I want to play it in everything that I can, including the Rock Cup. Right. Yeah. So you, you should totally still go for trying to make your own figure. Oh, that'd be sweet. To. I would love would, to. That's would something else. Though, something else I added in that you guys did not see. Um, on pr- that I that I, I went back and edited this after I sent uh, this announcement to you guys is one of the things that we're doing. Um, is we're adding prize support to the team event, and we will be letting the teams design a map. Nice. Nice. Still holding out hope for a bar map. Well, i got another idea. Um, this one is not an official idea. This is just something I'm shooting around in my mind, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Okay. Um, now, Ed won, uh, 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 we'll call him Isaac Sr. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he won the Rock Cup this year, and so he gets to design a map. Well, I'm th- you know that I have a, a contest every year, or we hold a contest every year for a, um, for uh, objects, where people send in their ideas for objects, and uh, we vote on them on realms, and uh, then everybody gets a free set, and that's how we. And I like that. I mean, it's it's uh, we're almost through to. We're almost through having those designed, and they'll they'll be going off um, for production here pretty soon. But point is, is that we do that every year. I'm thinking about changing that a little bit, and after I find out what Ed's map is going to be, maybe taking that map and asking people to submit ideas that will work with that map. Nice. Kind of like uh, special rules, or 
No, 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 no. Like if, like if you had a, a World War II map, maybe you want to throw a tank in there. Oh, okay, gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. So there, there'll be th- the, the map. If we can find the idea and then theming, I guess that's the better way. To, the better word is theming the objects to the map. That like sounds kind of fun. Yeah. So I thought that'd be so. I, that's something I'm kicking around. But yeah. Anyway, that's all like the changes, that. guys. You got any questions? No, I think uh, I think that's great. Yeah, I it was covered pretty well. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm hoping Patrick will still come to rocks or something, even though we can't be in the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Patrick is going to do. Um, Patrick uh, uh, just let me know the other day that he has been playing a lot of Magic and he's been trying to qualify for the Pro Circuit. So uh, no. I don't know. I don't know. If that, I don't know what that means. But uh, as far as HeroClix play, but he is still very much involved in HeroClix, and I'm sure that he'll be playing at the World Championships and stuff like that. I don't. Um, I don't know that he's retired, but maybe he has. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe well, he's maybe he's wanting to get his face put on a magic card. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, he could just pull a uh, Cookville, Tennessee, and just show up out of the blue. So you never know. Oh, you never know with Patrick. Never know. That's that's the fun part about Patrick is like you'll go to a tournament and you'll be like, well, there's no way he's coming to Tennessee in the middle of February, and then boom, there he is. There he is. Patrick <laughs> doesn't like to go to the same places twice. Uh, that's what you find about. He likes to go to new venues and just pop in. Um, very few of them as he went to twice. Uh, I mean, he's been to mine. He's been to Jason's. Uh, he's been all over the place. But I don't. I can't think of any of them. I'm sure there's some out west, but I can't think of any of them any, with any distance that he's went to twice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna turn so, the, back over to you guys because that's. Um, that's all I've got on that. All right, yeah, thanks for all that. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go into our year-end awards part of the episode. I thought we were going to do community questions. Well, so we will, uh, okay. but, but part of the community questions that we asked, Dave, were part of it was under the year-end stuff. So we've gotcha. got uh, we've got like three things, um, three questions that we've asked on our pages. and uh, Oh, we've actually got more than that now. Yeah, well, I'm talking about we've asked it three different times or whatever. So, well, anyways, we'll just start with, uh, let me refresh the page here, and uh, look in there. Um, so, let's start out with uh, Dave, your post. Um, uh, Dustin Horad writes in, with the slow start this year, will the limited schedule be expanded, or does the change to modern keep its normal date? Dates will stay the same. Um I want to point out that even though we haven't got the schedule out there last year, that, uh, I mean, this year, last year, there was only one super qualifier that was in the year before, and that was, and that I actually attended it, and that was uh, in, um, that was in uh, North Carolina. Uh, almost everything, this, I guess the point is, is the season really kicks in in January. Um, I don't know why, but it seems like from October to December, there just isn't that much rock that goes on. Uh, I guess that's one reason, even though I, I, I felt bad about not getting, I'm usually earlier than this on the schedule, I, it really wasn't that much effect. I didn't have anybody wanting to uh, run anything that early. Um, but we will start pressing that. And by the way, there is a tournament next, uh, next month, the first super qualifier um, going on in Texas. Um, 
I'm, and I will be posting that announcement uh, in the next couple of days. Uh, it's already up in the forums. Yeah. Nice. Stuff. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Chris Motherman, with regards to your Clicks Adventures this year, have you been naughty or nice? Uh, please feel free to elaborate on why and how you were naughty or nice. Did you help a new person learn some rules? Did you give away some extras? Uh, or did you play dirty one time and you feel bad about it and want to get it off your chest? Uh, anyways, Merry Christmas and may the Force be with you. Well, Merry Christmas to you, you too, Chris. So I can start out with that. Um, I don't know. I think um, I've had, I think it's been nice this year, um, but I've probably accumulated my fair number of fun fouls on uh, casual nights. Um, so maybe that makes me naughty. I don't know. You also played Felix Faust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Naughty. I vote naughty, naughty for Naughty, Dan. Right, that's fine. Naughty. All right. Naughty. Naughty. Big, naughty. fat, lumpo couple. Yeah. Hey. Everybody he, likes a naughty boy, though, Dan. Don't worry. He played yeah. Nick. So he played the Nick, Nick, playing Nick and playing Faust. Double naughty. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. But but I did uh, I do give out lots of good deals on my trade stuff and uh, he did and he did let he me did. borrow a lot of pieces and took me down to the rock in his truck. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I try okay. to get I try to get rid of rid of the red in my ledger from uh, uh, from Nick Fury and Felix. <laughs> we'll we'll break you even, Dan. You have been pretty nice. All right, what about you, Jason? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? You tell me. Uh, hmm. Well, you didn't play Faust. <laughs> I'd say that you've been nice. I don't know. I just... You you make fun formats and let everybody borrow stuff, like, weekly. And uh, you haven't killed anyone, even though we you uh, judged or helped judge several events this year, so... I might, I might have thought about killing someone along the way. <laughs> right, but you didn't act upon those thoughts. Yeah, I think I haven't, I haven't been in enough events to have been naughty, I don't think. <laughs> what about you, Dave? Uh, I'm gonna say nice. <laughs> I, uh, I may have done a few naughty things, but I think for the most part I've been nice. It's more fun to be naughty, but... <laughs> As much as you've tried, Dave, you've been nice all year, I think. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> all right, what do you Tried think, Howard? Naughty, but he just can't do it. Oh, I've definitely been nice, and I think that I, I think that you guys can attest to that. For sure? Yep. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. I, I play oddball teams, don't play all the standard figures, and I've given away a ton of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh, Evan Horad writes in, if you could make one change to a standard power, what would it be? Um, I, I don't really have one. I got one. Um, I, I think the only one that I've had would be Pulse Wave um, follows the standard, replace and modify instead of the area of effect. But that's just uh, my opinion. What do you think, Howard? Go ahead. I got one. I I, I looked at I, I saw that question earlier, and I just glanced over the powers and and um, um, I like the powers the way they are, except I would make one change, and that's hypersonic speed. I think that you should be able, if you have super strength, to carry an object 
and go to a spot and throw that object and then hypersonic speed away. That yeah. could be fun. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, and you just go with the... Now, do you go with the standard object um, throwing distance, or would you cut it in yeah. half like it were arranged? No, just the same as normal. You would be able to throw the object just as normal. Okay, that could be cool. Especially if you have, like, uh, some kind of precision strike and you just throw, like, an ultralight for eight squares. <laughs> well, you um, an ultralight... You can do one damage if you throw yeah, it yeah, yeah. Had, yeah, I don't think that Precision Strike works in the combo there, does it? Uh, I think it's whenever you make an attack, isn't it? Okay. Not sure how that works. Didn't really think about that. But my point is, how many hypersonic speed pieces, guys, do not have any range? Uh, Mary Marvel. A bunch of them. Uh, a lot of them. Flash. Okay. So... Um, Plasticity shuts them down. I mean, which is a good thing to an extent. It shuts them down on their attacks. It's a good thing to a certain extent. But there also should be a little bit of a way around it, giving those figures a little bit of ability to still be able to do a attack and not get tied down. I mean, come on. you telling me that Flash can't take a beer can and run up to somebody and throw the beer can and run away? Right. <laughs> I want to see that now. Yeah, no, I agree with that. You got anything, Dave? Uh, not really, I guess. Um, I kind of like the powers the way they are. I I just can't really imagine anything that I could add or take away that would um, like either they would balance the game anymore. Maybe be able to combine leap climb with moving attack abilities. That's so, cool. Like, I like that. So, like, if you have charge and leap climb on a white power, then you should be able to automatically break away and charge to somewhere up an elevation and punch someone else. You know what I mean? Because you can't tie down Dick Grayson slash Nightwing. You know what I mean? So if he has leap climb and charge, he should be able to get away from you and jump up to somewhere because he's an acrobat, right? Right. So that's probably one change I would make. You, If you did that, you in a sense would be giving making... Leap climb improved movement. Right, yeah. And I mean they're they're handing out a lot less of that lately too. So yeah. it would make leap climb a little more powerful since they're nerfing improved movement and improved targeting lately. Yeah. And uh we've lost Jason for the minute, so I'm working on getting him back so we can keep <laughs> we can keep going through a we can keep going through our community questions. Okay. Um Hopefully Jason's not dead or anything. <laughs> I hope well, yes, not. That would, that would be our hope. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, we'll just skip uh, to another question that uh, Jason may not want to have to answer. Um, Jeremiah Peterson writes in, what's the airspeed velocity of the unladen swallow? Uh, I do not know. And I think the answer to that one isn't if it's an Egyptian or a North North African swallow or something. <laughs> it's it's from Monty Python, right? Yeah. The Holy Grail. Yeah, which I've never watched right. that, so I don't know. I have, but it's been quite a long time. Yeah, I, I don't know that answer either. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremiah. Um. And James Griffin, we uh, we answered your question uh, earlier in the show, so just listen to the show. Um, Dropping the ban hammer on Faust. Yeah. 
Um, so I think we can cover some of the few of the things we got on here. Of uh, uh, if you go to our uh, Facebook discussion page, that clicks off here, clicks podcast discussion. Uh, David and Kyle are uh, making some wrestlers of all the Clicks players in uh, WWE 2K17. We uh, are, because we're nerds. Uh, no, we. Um, Kyle wants to host like a weekly um, stream where you take actual Clicks players and um, put them in the game. And I've already created people like um, PJ Bolin. And uh, I think everybody has praised my Scott Crampton. They said he looks really good, so very accurate. <laughs> is that is that Jason back? Yeah, and we got I Jason believe so. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> but um, no, it started out with us as a as our local play group, and uh, I think we're just going to try to expand, and we'll take volunteers mostly, and then there's some people you just can't help but make, right? So. <laughs> Yeah, Howard, we're thinking uh, we're thinking we're going to make you a uh, manager, right? Have him come out with Easton. <laughs> oh, or just, manager. Or right. why can't Howard can be in the Rumble? Sure. Well, yeah. Why not? <laughs> All right. Um, Kyle Cooney writes into us. Uh, what's your New Year's clicks resolution? Uh, like, make a certain team work, go to more rocks, become a state champ, etc. Um, I think mine is uh, twofold. I always want to make sure that I'm having fun, that I don't let the competitiveness overtake me. Hard to uh, do sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think my goal is to win one this year. Whether that's a state, super qualifier, regional, whatever that is. I mean, I've got my bye to the final for next year for getting fourth place. Um, so, But I'd just like to, uh, I'd like to win one. Pretty cool though. You get you're in the finals already next year. Yeah, I'm excited. He's still gonna bring jank. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna bring the jankiest jank I can jank. Dan's Dan's gonna still try to you know like he just said he's gonna try to still win some. So even though he's still in the final, he's he's not gonna go easy on everybody. He's still gonna make people work for it if they want to beat him. So. <laughs> I got a, I got a question for you, David. <laughs> yeah. I practically made you go. Are you glad that I did? Yes, it was a very good experience. Um, I liked being there with everybody, and it was made even better that my brother could come up. That was really awesome. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was awesome. Yeah, um, it was probably one of the best weekends I've ever had, so it was a great good. time. I'm glad to hear it. I told you. I told you you had to come. <laughs> I'm I glad to talk, I did. I do it so much next year. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> so, uh, Dave, what's your uh, New Year's Clicks resolution? Um, I think I'm going to get one last good ride with my questions, man. Huh. Um, I haven't played them since Cali, and they're both going to retire this summer. So I think um, either limited or early tactics, I'm, I'm going to try to uh, get one last good placement with them, you know? Nice. Jason? Uh, I definitely want to try to go to more events last this year because I didn't really go to any at all this year. So, yeah, definitely. I just want to attend more, I think. I like when you come, Jason. I mean, you always you play well, and um, well, I like when you're there as a player. It's, it's going to be harder than I, than I anticipated because I, I have another <laughs> child on the way now. So it's oh, boy, I did not know that. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, 
in the middle of the summer, so it's going to put a little bit of bump uh, in the road there. But uh, Ooh, we'll have oh. to get you uh, get you the stuff early. <laughs> yeah, I need to go early, and I, I, I definitely intend on going to the Rock Cup this year since my wife's birthday is not on the weekend. Woo! So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think your I don't think your wife's birthday and the Rock Cup with the dates I got interfere with each other now, do they? Not not for the next few years at least. <laughs> Good. That's funny Wait, when that is your birthday? That far in advance. <laughs> Trust me, what, I've been what, thinking about it for the last two years. What, what's her? What's their actual birthday? October sixteenth. Okay. Yeah, we've been doing the sixteenth through the eighteenth and stuff like that. So this should work. Either weekend we went would have covered you. You could either weekend would have been good. Yeah, this year either weekend would have been. I went. I'm good for the next like three, you know, three four years anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love always planning out October three four years in advance. Yeah. From now on, I'm planning rock October around Jason's wife. Yep, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> so the best gift I've gotten all year. There we go. What's uh what about you, Howard? That's the best news you've gotten all year and you have another kid on the way. I didn't say news. I didn't say news, oh. so it was the best oh. gift well, I've gotten all year. Honestly, uh, what I would like to accomplish this year is I would uh, I'm not playing in the in the Rock Cup and even if I were, I would still tell you the same thing. Uh, we were we were runner up this year at the uh, Rock uh, championship in teams, and I think we finished uh, fourth or something like that in the world championship. That was myself, my son, and Warren, and I want to win those. I, I I really enjoy the team events. We want to win that. I think uh, Team Clicks Off needs to get in on it this year. Yeah. Oh man, that's pretty stacked. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, did I miss? I'd say did we I... got as good a chance as anybody. Yeah. Yeah, especially if Dan brings a jank. <laughs> bring that jank, Dan. Well, the see, teams are sealed, so I just need to bring my sealed pool up. Right. Yep. Just give me the leftovers. I'll make it work. There we go. Uh, do we have any other questions, Jason, in the other pages that you posted on? Uh, um. Oh, I've, got some in, I've got some in the second thread that I posted on our discussion page. Okay, which one Coop. did I miss? While he's looking that up, I want to throw something out there since I got you on the phone. Uh, remember that part where I said I'm working on the schedule? I need some, I'm going to need some info from you, Jason. So okay. We need to, we'll need to talk this week so I can get you on the schedule. Okay, we can do that. 400 limited, Jason. Make it happen. Yeah. Well, I'm having a little <laughs> bit of an internet problem, Dan, if you can pull that up on our discussion group. Uh, I covered all the ones that you had under We Are Recording Now. Oh, uh, you did? I, oh, I was out. Yeah, I recorded all the... I, I, we went over all the wrestling ones. We kind of lumped all them together. Uh, right, okay. and, um, I, and I got all the ones under yours, uh, Dave. Okay. Um, earlier this week, I posted, what's your favorite part of the show or memory with one of the Clickstaff crew this year? Yeah. So uh, yep, we so, got some of those. Yeah, we can do that. That'll transition <clears throat> us right into our uh, year-end... Uh, you're in stuff. Yep. So um, I've got um, I got the one on our Facebook uh, page um, as well, and uh, we'll start out with uh, um, Drew Warren. Uh, his favorite part uh, was getting to meet myself in Georgia and getting to hang out with us and Dave it was a hell of a time, and seeing Dave um, get inebriated. <laughs> That was fun. 
Yeah. Um, and then we've got uh, Kyle and Corey writing in, uh, Kyle Cooney and Corey Clark, uh, uh, talking about how they enjoyed being a part of our live show earlier this year. Yeah, that was a good time right there. Yes, it was. Um, and oh, then, yes. Uh, that was a great day, fun day. Um, Brian Poland, uh, he's a new listener, so his experience doesn't go back too far, but he also enjoyed the live stream. Uh, and interacting with us in real time. And he says, thanks for the free entertainment, uh, boys. Here's to another year of fun and clicks. Um, thank you, too, Brian. And, yeah. Uh, Chris <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Smotherman uh, writes in and uh, thanks us for being uh, on the show, letting him be on the show as a guest. We were glad to have him on. Yeah, definitely. Dave, you want to? You, you, know, got, you got your other one pulled up? You want to go over those? Uh, sure. Let me, uh, bust that out. <laughs> Caught me sleeping, man. You know, since we were sleeping. talking about Dave Dave drinking at the Rock Cup, I think we might <laughs> think about adding in a drunken Hero Clicks Championship, Howard. Oh, my God. <laughs> that might have to be an unsanctioned event right there. That could be an unsanctioned <laughs> special event. Right? <laughs> we have one of those already. It's called Dragon Con. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so I got James Griffin says Jaeger bombs at Rocktober with you and the rest of the Clicks crew, and Jason Collins seconds that. So that was pretty funny. We were um, drinking pretty heavily during the Critical Clicks live cast at Rocktober, so Dan was babysitting me, but he was also having some some booze of his of his yeah. own. So yeah. Uh, some more stuff about me drinking. Uh, Drew Warren said seeing Dan get fourth was one of his favorite memories this year with us. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kyle Cooney. Uh, the glorious bomb. The stone cold glass break. I'm guessing that's when your oven broke, Dan. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Why would Kyle like that your oven broke? Because uh, it probably sounded like uh, Stone Cold uh, Glass Break when he enters the thing. I guess so. Um, and then all the mishaps that happened when recording. I love how we are getting more episodes cranked out. Um, Easton said nothing will beat those cold nights in California with David. And apparently I danced while in California. I was not aware <laughs> of this. Because Aaron Cantu says that my dancing was awesome. I disagree. <laughs> uh, let's see. Howard said, I enjoyed having you guys over for Turtle Night at the Rock City Super Q. That was fun. I got stomped. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was, uh, yeah, I got stomped. I did enjoy going to your house, though. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Um, Edward K., just snappy banner back and forth. Reminds me of getting together with my boys. That's That's pretty much what we go for on the show. Is to make you feel like you're just sitting in the room with us chilling. And then uh, Christopher Smotherman says, Out of the showers, Batman. Still laughing at myself for that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty fun one there. All right. Um, so, yeah, if we want to start into our year off awards categories. So our first year in category, Mr. Gosselman. All right, so we went with Best zero point figure. The nominees were Robo Penguins, Drop Bears, 
Jack in the Box from the Harlequin Super Rare Prime, and Tinkle. And uh, with an overwhelming amount of votes, the winner was Tinkle. Um, he's a fantastic little kitty. Or she. <laughs> so, uh, that's, you know, I just uh, I watched the uh, Young Justice. I've been watching through that. Um, and yeah. uh, everybody complains that Tinkle's a normal size. Well, if you watch Young Justice, whenever Clarion releases Tickle out to attack, Tickle actually grows in size to like a, a size of a tiger. Oh wow! Okay, that that's something I did not know. And then whenever he recalls Tickle, Tickle goes back down to normal house cat size. Hmm. Okay, so it completely makes sense. Yeah. So actually, the the cat uh, turns into. Uh, a larger cat. Makes sense. Alright, um, so the uh, next category is uh, Best Common uh, Non-Fast Forces. Uh, and our nominees were uh, Thug, Anarchy Prime, Stilt Man, Booster Gold, and Betty Brant. And overwhelmingly, it was the Thug. Boo! <laughs> Congrats, Thug. Yeah, I, don't know, I think uh, I think that's a pretty good one. I mean, he's uh, he can he can join anybody. They're super I, versatile for team building. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think um, I think the weirdest thing was is that uh, you can have Captain Cold and Lex Luthor hire a bunch of thugs to run the Justice League. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's it's a neat a neat um, mechanic within the game. I mean. I get that he's good. I just don't think he's the best. <laughs> but uh, apparently he is because that's the well, maybe vast he, maybe majority. The most versatile, maybe then. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. All right, Jason, you're up next. All right, uh, next up is uh, best piece under fifty points in 2016. Uh, KC chases were not included in this. Uh, our nominees were Overdrive, Penguin. Night Nurse, Thug, and Betty Brandt. And the winner was Overdrive. Hmm. Dave's favorite piece under 50 points. I I like him. I'd have um. to agree with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm really a big fan of the new Penguin, uh, but he hasn't really got to do a lot yet, so he didn't he didn't lose by a ton of, uh, of votes there, but I think he's really fantastic. But Overdrive is awesome. Yeah, um, I think Penguin will gain a little more once uh, people play him some more. But just, yeah, definitely. I think Overdrive's the ultimate taxi, you know? So, and that's something every team needs, is a good taxi. A cheap taxi and a taxi that keeps on taxiing. That's very yeah. true. <laughs> I think uh, I think it'll be interesting to see um, if um, Mr. Nobody Use uh, picks up based on... Um, uh, overdrive use. Uh, I think it should. <laughs> I mean, if, if you have a Mister Nobody, you essentially shut down an overdrive team. Now you're making a what fifty-five point investment to shut down a thirty-five point piece, but that thirty-five point piece is carrying an entire team into your face. So I think it's probably worth, especially if you get a higher point piece like a uh, Chakin Thunder. You know what I mean? You can afford, since he's so good, to 
to throw those points towards Mr. Nobody. It also hurts objects placement, which yeah. people will depend on in limited. So, yeah, I think it'd be interesting. We'll find out. Okay. We'll find out in uh, January. All right, Howard. All right. This next one's next one's on me. Uh, what's the best uncommon figure? Choices were Overdrive, the Wizard, the Atom, not the Colossal, uh, Superman Prime, and Silk. And the winner was Overdrive. Um, yep. By a landslide. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, I would have to agree with that. I mean, um, I'm not really too hip. I, out of those figures, only one that I would that I like is maybe Superman Prime. Uh, I don't, the other ones don't really do anything for me. Yeah, I thought that Superman Prime was a really good piece. Yeah, I think uh, I think the deal was is that uh, a lot of the good uncommons that are in modern um, just weren't released in 2016. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, let's see. Mine is next. I got a. There's so many categories that we had this year. Uh, best rare. Okay, so uh, we did have a couple. Um, we had quite a few nominees for this because there were so many good pieces that are rares. So the nominees are Clarion, Mary Marvel, Mephisto, Night Lantern, Taskmaster, Jay Garrick Flash, and Prime Sunfire. And that's um, that's, that's tough. Yeah, that is. Uh, it was. I thought there were. A lot of really good choices in there and uh clarion actually doubled the votes for the second place uh um result um mary marvel uh was second place but clarion got twice as many votes as she did and i think that's a testament to him bringing two attackers to a game yeah i mean even by himself he's a good 70 point piece right yeah right yeah i mean uh, I think what we're seeing with a lot of these results so far is the utility pieces are, uh, you know what I mean? Yes, definitely. I also think that um, it's advantageous for just looking at the votes and the way things are going. It seems like the figures that have been out longer have a, a little bit, little bit of advantage over some of the newer figures. I think that people haven't seen some of that stuff in play yet, in real hardcore uh, meta play. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. All right, let me uh, get this next one up. Uh, it's taking me a sec. <laughs> right? I'm sorry. I, there, We had so many polls for this um, that it's taken me a second to get it. And it's still going to take me a second. Where are they? <laughs> Should be best super rare would be next, Dave. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, it's it's towards the front. I can look in here, too. I can look in yeah, the I'm... page. Hey, this is part of... Uh, part of... Uh, Right. <laughs> do not uh, do not pull it up. Best I'm su- I got it. Best super rare okay. of the year. Um, the ca- the nominees were Krang, Hakeem Thunder, uh, Handstand Spider Man, Penguin, 
Devil Dinosaur, Ha 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 Joker, Riddler, Iceman, and World's Finest. Hmm. Um, and in dead last Riddler. place with and in dead last place with no votes was uh, World's Finest. <laughs> Um, and in uh, first place was the angry blades clawing dinosaur, devil dinosaur. That's interesting. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say the same thing I just said on the other one. I think it's got to do. I think that that would change. That might change uh, with a little bit more meta play, a little bit more tournaments. Yeah, um, lots of good pieces. Yeah, it's um. Devil Dino, I mean, once again, you're seeing, like, people who bring multiple attackers into the game being favored pretty heavily, um, which, I mean, it seems to be the theme going on here, you know? Well, the, the buzz right now is Jakeem Thunder, of course, and uh, uh, but nobody's really seen it in play yet. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jakeem's I think he's going to be good. Yeah. I think he'll maintain being an $80 piece for a while. Yeah. Well, I, I <laughs> yeah, just think, agreed. <clears throat> I think three months down the road, you take that same poll, Jakeem Thunder may win it. That's what I think. Yeah, probably. Um, you know, we were we were torn between putting Joker's Wild in and leaving it out, and we ultimately decided to leave it in <laughs> because we felt the hype may affect some of the voting now. But if we wait a year with the good sets basically <coughs> that are coming out in 2017, that if we that they may be forgotten by then, you know no, what I mean? You did, I think you did right. It's just <coughs> it's just a, it's just a little bit of a it's just hard to say yet. Right, right. Um, so Jason's got the next one. Okay. Next up is Best Chase of 2016. So we have Bizarro Green Arrow, Casey Spectre, Raphael from TMNT, uh, Magneto, Spider-Punk, Ultron 18.2, Michelangelo from the original TMT set, and Shelectro. And the winner by a one-vote margin was Bizarro Green Arrow. See, that's the opposite almost. Even, right. though, even, though it was, even though it was close, but you got to figure that's brand new pretty much that we haven't seen any in uh, it won, but barely. It beat Casey Spectre by one vote, uh, which I can definitely see uh, Bizarro Green Arrow being a front runner among all the other ones. I agree. I think it might be more overwhelming in a few months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait till springtime and see what we think. I'm just glad they can't pair it with Felix Faust anymore. Can you imagine trying to kill their Faust and Green Arrow just keeps taking the range attacks instead? Yeah, yeah I can imagine it. Sounds <laughs> imagine it pretty good. Sounds good. I like it. Good suggestion, Dave. Howard crushed my dreams today. Yeah. Yes, good. Crush all the dreams. But that team would have crushed everyone else's dreams. Yeah, that's, I'm okay with that. Yeah, we're gonna fine. vote you not. We're gonna go back and vote you naughty. <laughs> that's nice for next year, Dave. Not this year. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Howard. You got the next category. Yeah, this one is the. Ah, this is funny. You put the the beat Ellie. Yeah, typoed that one. So that is this what we get to beat these Ellies? Yes, I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, and this, was, and this was best Ellie released in 2016. 
Correct. Right. Um, and it was Doc Ock, uh, Green Arrow, Namor, Captain Iron America, and Shane Chi. And overwhelmingly, Doc Ock won. Even yep. though Kyle Cooney begged people not to vote for that turd, Doc Ock. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's, that's interesting because I will tell you that... I, I don't know that I, I think I would have voted for Green Arrow here, and I'm gonna tell you why is that I see it. If you Doc Ox was a Doc Ock team, Green Arrow was on a lot of teams. He, he yes, and I and he was a big difference maker for a lot of a lot of teams as a calling figure. Yeah, yeah, you have he to was, build around him. Right, he was a he was a good piece. Um, I get why people like the Doc Ock. But I, I personally, I didn't vote on a lot of these, but I did vote for Green Arrow. So, All right. I mean, yeah, he I was agree. Good. <laughs> I like, I like, uh, I like little little GA. Yeah, little GA was pretty sweet. All right, I'm pulling up the next one, uh, and it's being a butt to me again. <laughs> so give me one sec. Um, here, I'm just gonna put one up there. I know it's set of the year. Can you pull up set of the year? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Well, it's on my uh, it's on my computer. Gotcha. You want me to just do it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, set of the year. So we had um, Civil War slop, Superior Foes of Spider-Man. We lumped together TMNT one and two, Joker's Wild, Uncanny X-Men, and World's Finest. Um, and overwhelmingly was world's finest. You guys got it. You guys got it. I was wondering who would win that one. You guys have to uh, get some sound effects. We need drum rolls. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Work on that for next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, right now we're trying to make sure we break the news before anyone else for the rock cup yeah. changes. So. So I'm, we didn't. We wanted to take it easy on Dan in the editing phase. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> and plus I'm not that great at editing. I can lop off the top in the beginning and add in the intros and post it, and that's a, I can do that pretty quick. So, well, see, that's yeah. to me no sets. I would I, my comment there would be this: is that I get why people chose World's Finest because it had the most desirable pieces to be got in that set, but it wasn't the best set. Uh, the the best played set. Out of all those was X Men. Um, it, it, you, they were, you were able to uh, assemble better teams in a sealed environment and play each other. But if you just were wanting to go after the hardcore, I got to have these figures. Yeah, world's finest. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you remember from uh, Origins, Howard. They actually ran out of world's finest battle royals. Yeah. Um, and that was because folks wanted to pull uh, world's finest or a god pack and. Uh, Exactly. Kick, kick some you th- ass. You think the God Packs drive up the sales of everything? Yes, yes. I mean, definitely. So, so World's Finest, you think, would sell way more than X-Men only because of the God Pack? Or do you, or do you think like one set with less popular characters so, with a God well, Pack would well, wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me. Let me let me let me rephrase what my answer is. Yes, but it depends on what's in the God Pack. If you yeah. if you got uh, the Amazing Spider-Man chases in a God Pack, I don't think that would actually thrill anybody. Uh, I, I, I would. 
Jason would. But. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the art, little art, was it Amazing Spider-Man or Web of Spider-Man? Whichever one it was that had, had um, the little orange guys, the orange base guys. Oh, the Amazing Spider-Man from a couple yeah. years ago? Yeah. Yeah, those yeah, changes that, weren't that good. Yeah, if that was a god, yeah, kind of would you be at it? Would you be thrilled and be like wanting to play it just because those were in it? But now no. you put you put the world's <laughs> finest in there, then that's a whole other story. Are yeah, zombies are zombies and stuff like that? That's that's different. Yeah, those those KC chases and the inclusion of the god pack. I mean, Dan, every time we went somewhere, he would stop at a comic book store and grab a couple boosters of world's finest. So <laughs> I can tell you from experience, it's pretty exciting to pull one. Yeah, I hate you. I hate well, you. and then even from just a, even just just from a battle royal perspective, like Origins, trying to win those Con Le's, the God Pack was great, but you were really looking to forward to pulling that super rare, uh, the two super rare duos that were dealing out, you know, eight to ten damage a turn. Yeah. Um, True. So. I think we got a lot of good stuff. I just feel like World Finest had more overwhelming. Um, pieces. And I think the low point values on the KC chases also helped it become more popular. Yeah, definitely. Alright, Jason? Okay, what's up next here? Uh, looks like we're going to have the Sculpt of the Year for 2016. And our nominees are Mephisto, Devil Dinosaur, Civil War Ellie, Black Panther, Civil War Ellie, Namor, uh, Captain Iron, America, Ha 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 Ha, Joker, Man Bat, and Iceman. Ooh. And the winner by a landslide was Iceman. <laughs> it wasn't even close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a really pretty piece, man. It is. I think it's probably the best sculpt I've ever laid eyes on. It's it's beautiful. That's interesting. I, that, yeah. that, that's some good pieces. I liked, I liked Namor, and I liked, uh, and um, and I liked that Man Bat. That Man Bat as a sketch variant was awesome. Yeah, it was yep. nice. And I, no, and no. I, I think Ellie Namor definitely won everybody's hearts for sexiest sculpt. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, if I could sit on my Atlantean throne all day and uh, you know chill out. In a bathrobe and a speedo. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to see that, Dan. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, can we just say that the Civil War uh, final OP kit had some beautiful sculpts, man? Um, the Black Panther, the Namor, Captain Iron America looks amazing, and then the two, the Captain America and Iron Man, with the shield and the ray blast that go together to create that. Um, that part from the comic. I mean, they did a fantastic job with those LA sculpts. They did. Even Doctor Strange looked really cool. Like, if you were going off sculpt, like, how you, which one you'd like the most, it would have been really hard to choose out of that set as far as the LEs could win. Yeah. All right. Howard, got right, this is on me. Best purchasable con LE Punisher Van, Brainiac Skull Ship. Batman with Bomb, the Turtle Van, Batman with Shark, or the Arrow Pack. And the winner was Batman with Bomb. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, it wasn't. It was Punisher no, Man. No, it wasn't. Ah, no, it was Punisher Man. Oh, you got it because I took screenshots and it shows which one I picked. Which no, it was Pun- Punisher Van. I got a question for you guys. Um, um, there's one, two, three, four, five, six of them here. Uh, Dan, how many of these have you actually played with? Um, I- let me look at the list again. Um, <laughs> I can tell you. Let me look over here at my shelf. I've got. I'm, I'm I've, be, uh, I've used five of the six. Um. So, uh, so we, we allow people to add their own category, so technically the Skullship so doesn't, doesn't technically count. doesn't technically count, I have only played with Batman with the bomb. Interesting, because, Dan, that would be what I would tell you, too. I've played I played Bomb Batman and Shark Batman. Yeah. I think my uh, Turtle Van is still sealed. Uh, the Punisher Van is open because I had to get replacements because they didn't send me cards. Um... The arrow pack is still got the tape on it. As well. All right. Next question: How how many you uh, you played with them? How many of these? How many of the six have you played against? Uh, <laughs> well, all of them because Jason plays them during the ah. event. So I've only played two of them against two of them. Yeah, I mean, Batman I think I've only Bob and, and the skull ship. I played yeah, but, well. If we don't include the skull ship, because we were supposed to go 2016 only, but I forgot to make it where people couldn't add. Uh, I played Jason with the Punisher van, and I played the Turtle van, and that's all I played against. Hmm. I've played against the Arrow from the Arrow pack, and the Batman with the bomb. And that's it. That's all I've played against. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, I think I've played against the Arrow. I, I've played against most all of them, just because our guys like to play with that stuff. Yeah, I've used the Arrow. I have not used the bike nor Diggle. But I did use Arrow a couple times. All right, and Dave, you want me to do the next category? Yeah, go ahead. All right, and then so we got the next best winnable con LE from 2016: uh, Casey Jones, Man Spider, Rocket and Groot, Hawkman, and Ace the Bat Hound. Um, and then uh, overwhelmingly, uh, Ace the Bat Hound won. Um, and then Jordan Jordan commented that uh, should really should have included Red Robin. Um, I mean, we tried to narrow it down from just all of them um, in general, but uh, yeah, Red Robin was really good. But I think Ace the Bat Hound would have still beat him out, anyways. I never saw anybody use Ace. Um, I mean, not in a competitive tournament. I see non-competitive. Uh, never really seen anybody use Ace. I've seen Hawkman used a few times. I think. Uh, I think Ace will be good after this year's retirement. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of utility. I saw Eastern uh, Eastern played Man Spider. Man Spider plays pretty good. He does. I, I really like Man Spider a lot. I, I just really like the Hawkman. Um, I, I I like playing him off the ID card. Really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the only time I've seen him used is off the ID card, I think. Uh, I played him full points one time. He's just not as exciting. <laughs> like, he's, he's not bad, right? But he's not like, I'm bringing in this the embodiment of feathers to smash you with a heavy. It's just that he has three damage. It's like, I think that's the biggest knock against him. Right. You you have to get a... Um, like, if you call him in off an ID card, he's too heavily dependent on objects, which is why I kind of dropped him off my jet build. All right, Jason. 
next All right. category. Uh, the next uh, category is Best ID Card. Uh, this is not specific to 2016, so the nominees were uh, Batman, The Atom, Green Arrow, Nightwing, and Shield Level 7. And the winner was Shield Level 7, uh, i.e. Nick Fury ID card. <laughs> yeah, about a landslide, really. Which oh, yeah. I think is bullcrap. No. <laughs> well, the big... <laughs> you can afford Big Green Arrow off the ID card. <laughs> then, uh, I don't know. I'm just partial, I guess. Well, so I think uh, I think what I found early on in the season this year was uh, Nick the Nick Fury ID card sure is mainly going to be used for Nick, but it is it's not unique. Um, so there's a lot of utility there of being able to call in multiple shield pieces. Uh, we got a shit ton of good shield pieces to call in right now. Um, so, I mean, there, there is more utility to it than just Nick Fury, even though that's the overwhelming part of it. Right, you get, like, what, um, Winter Soldier, Peggy Carter, and just Hulk. other different things. Hulk. 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 Yeah. Hulk. Yep. yeah. Smash down walls. Uh, you can call in a full-point Quinjet or this half-point Quinjet. Yeah. So, there's lots of options, which I guess is what really leads to it winning. Yeah, although the other ones are all great in their own right and heavily used, also. Right. All right. I think it's me now, huh? Yes, sir. Best figure 51 to 100 points uh, Clarion, Ellie Green Arrow, Renee Tilly, Shifting Focus Superman's, Handstand Spidey, Devil Dinosaur, and the winner was Clarion. Yeah. Still well deserved. <laughs> yeah. He's just fantastic in every single way. He just brings a lot to the table for I used him a lot, so I, I definitely liked him. I played, I think I played every one of those figures, and I, I like playing Clarion better than the other ones. I would say that. For sure. And he brings Dan's favorite power probability control. Yeah. If I could have. Uh, Ten things of probability control on my team, I would. <laughs> I just ha- I hate missing. That's that's. Believe me, he has tried. <laughs> yes. Yep. I, I hate missing. I just hate it. That's that's my least favorite part about HeroClix is missing. <laughs> I think a lot of people would be in that boat with you. <laughs> yeah, but I probably yeah. Have. But if you didn't miss, then there would be no game, really. That's true. Yeah. And that's why I've gotten fun fouls this year. Yeah, we would be better just playing chess if that were the case. We'd just take a bite. So the next category we got is best meta support piece. Um, And I'll say before I go into that was we talked about things. We wanted the category to be uh, uh, support piece is not your main attacker, right? It's, It's a piece that's there to do something else, really. Um, so we had Night Nurse, uh, Jean Grey, Casey Spectre, Justin Seifert, and Ultron Drones. And uh, overwhelmingly was the uh, Ultron Drones. So well, go ahead. Yeah, I, that that's definitely the best of those pieces. Uh, to that's different than what I would define support pieces, but with you defining it that way, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, the, the Ultron drone is not, even in a swarm uh, category, it's not, they're not usually all attacking. They're there to, um, they're there to call in those ID cards and not count recommend- over total. My recommendation for you guys would be um, when you, the categories next year to have to split that into two and to have your best support pieces and then your best secondary attack piece. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. Just makes more sense to me. Right. Okay. Uh, next up, we have most competitive resource of 2016. These are just the most competitive ones that were used all through the uh, season of 2016. Uh, so we have uh, the Punisher van, the Rock of Eternity, the Turtle van, the Teleporter slash Roundtable, Pandora's Box, and the Quinjet. And the winner was the Quinjet. Makes sense. Have to agree with. <laughs> yeah. Um. Turtle van, I'm not even sure if it qualifies as a resource that much, but... <laughs> well, it's got I like a... Does, is it not a resource style, the pizza doll? I guess it is, but it doesn't really... It's just it's just random as hell and only good for It just doesn't count because it sucks? Yeah. I, gotta play this I haven't played with it. I've played with it, and it's very random. It only works for the turtles themselves. It, 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 you can, there's nothing you can do to make it work for you. <laughs> But the Quinjet is definitely the all-powerful, as we've seen time and time and time again. It is fantastic. <laughs> and it's cheap. That's the thing. Cheap. All right. I guess, uh, how many more of these we got? Uh, I think five. Okay. After this one. I was just wondering, because I feel like this one's a big one. This is like the figure of the year. That's kind of like uh, winning the Oscar, isn't it? That's like the main like actor of the year. This is like the big one. Well, I, I had to save this next one for Dan because I didn't want the somebody included it as a joke, but it was funny, so I kept it. I didn't want to create a conflict of interest for you or Jason, so I saved this one. For ah, Dan. okay. <laughs> this this is um, piece of the year, figure of the year, 2016. Casey Specter, Doc Ock, Mephisto, Bizarro, Green Arrow, De- Devil Dino, Crane, Clarion the Witch Boy. And Gene Gray Fast Forces. And by a fairly small margin, Gene Gray won over Clary. Yep. She's uh she's just good for what she yeah, does. Yeah, she does a lot. Yeah, I mean moving eight moving somebody eight squares without having to start your turn. Still beginning yeah. your turn. Yeah. She, she's probably gonna be around for a while, folks. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think I think to talk about bringing that secondary attacker to the board. There, there's also this concept, I think, this year of pieces that do things outside of the normal rule set. I.e., Clarion can be carried all the way across the board. Uh, Tickle can Clarion can be carried, pops off a Tickle, then Tickle can make an attack. Normally, no actions after carry, right? Uh, TK is a power action. You know, free action TK normally would end, you know, a TK would normally end the beginning of your turn. Well, now you can reposition at the beginning of your turn and do things you may not have been able to do before. Yeah, breaking the rules is good. (laughs) (laughs) Back on the naughty list with you, Jason. (laughs) 
So well, I think that's always the truth. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Um, so we've got um, uh, Cal Cooney created a poll for us. Um, <laughs> so we've got the uh, match of match of the year. Um, and uh, there are one, two, three, four, five separate instances of Kyle Cooney versus PJ no, Bolin. read them all. Read, all read them all, all Dan. Right, fine. <laughs> PJ Bolin versus me versus versus Kyle because yes, uh, Ronnie and Paris are bringing Ragnarok to your doorsteps. Uh, seeing is believing, boys. Yeah, <laughs> bring it. Yeah, uh, you just go 03 and drop again, Paris. <laughs> yeah. uh, PJ Bowen versus Cal Cooney that was epic PJ Bowen versus Cal Cooney OMG PJ Bowen versus Cal Cooney uh, PJ Bowen versus Cal Cooney match of the century um, so all of those were Kyle and PJ's match in the top four at our super qualifier this year uh, where Kyle um, killed over 400 points worth of drones and still managed and did to lose. 18 clicks to a round table in one attack. Yeah, yeah I watched that game. It was fun to watch. That game was fun. <laughs> Double so, D20 versus Robots for him. <laughs> so in the, um, in the overwhelming uh, majority win on this one, the match of the year is uh, Moped Kid versus Rock Dice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so... Yeah, that. Uh, I don't know, not much to say there. If anybody knows, uh, Kyle Page. That's a, it's a never-ending battle. Yes, it is. My vote still goes to Kyle Cooney versus PJ Bowen match of the century. <laughs> it was a good match. I don't know. I guess it was really good because, like, even though PJ took those big couple hits, he still ended up winning. It was, it was like a two good heavyweight, match. heavyweight boxers slugging it out, man. <laughs> right. It was like uh, one guy getting punched and knocked down like twice in the first round and then somehow coming back and subsequently like getting a KO in like the 15th. Yeah. It was a good match. <laughs> it went the distance. Yep. All right, Jason. All right. So we have. Best guest host on Clicks to Off of 2016. Uh, our nominees were Chris Smotherman, Patrick Yapoko, Mr. Howard Brock, Mike Smith, and PJ Bolin. And the winner was PJ Bolin. See, I'm going to object to this because I know for a fact <laughs> I know for a fact that PJ went around into the Midwest, which is this where the podcast goes to, and he paid people money for those votes. I know that he did. <laughs> I know, I know this. <laughs> well, we definitely it, it wanted to have some kind of controversy. <laughs> and, and as you'll see in some of these, um, because of who plays with us at, at our rocks and uh, our audience, a lot of these are kind of biased. <laughs> so, well, PJ honestly is a great guy, man, and I. Yeah. I and then he's he's upbeat, nice, um, and uh, I, he, he deserves all the votes he gets. I, 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 PJ is just a great guy to be around. Yeah, yep. I think uh, I think uh, Howard, you got beat by Mike because Mike uh, rapped on the show for us. Ah. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what all the kids like these days. 
you got the next category i believe i don't have anything up yet do i no i don't have anything up do i yeah. uh should be meta piece of the year oh okay 2016 only all right oh i see it not second. all right you changed the order up on oh me. not 2016 only my bad all right meta piece of the year not in 2016 so just the best meta piece period uh felix faust Ultron Jones, Nick Fury, Quinjet, Devil Dino, Zombies, um, and Zombies Team Base, and Mixie. And Felix Faust won. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Out on top. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> you would. Thumbs up for me. Back yeah. to the naughty list with Dan. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll well, you can't it. argue with the success. I mean, he so, did. Uh, he did. Uh, he did some good showings at, at uh, World Championships and Rock Championships. That's for sure. That is true. <laughs> so, no work. denying him. He, he. I think he might go down as the most infamous piece in all of Heroclix by the time it's all over. I'll be cursing him on my deathbed. They'll be like, <laughs> Grandpa. I'm going to miss you so bad, and I'll just be like, darn that Felix Faust. Well, you know, Felix Faust, let me explain my problem with Felix Faust, okay? And it, it's kind of, it, it sounds like a broken record because we could go back to Nightcrawler, and it's almost the same argument. Um, the dev that created Felix Faust, okay, what he was trying to do, thats it's pretty cool. I mean, he was trying to actually put, he was trying to make a, uh, a Felix Faust that felt like Felix Faust in the comic book. Okay? That's great. But the points allocated to Felix Faust for what he does is wrong. Um, yeah. if, if Felix Faust would have been a 200-point figure uh, and he did what he did, I don't think that anybody would really... We wouldn't be having this conversation because playing Felix Faust at the moment under um, with what he does, with the risk of the points that he has... The risk isn't very much, so it's 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 like okay, even if I lose Felix Faust, I'm still in the game. But if at 200 points, if you had to play him at 200 points, you would think again before you played him. Yeah, he's just yeah. that's what I always say is the the problem with him is that he's too cheap. Yep. Yeah, the reward's much greater than the risk in this case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, event of the year. Uh, we've got uh, Rock Stakes, uh, Rock States, the WizKids Open, National Worlds at Origins, uh, <laughs> Dial on the Card Gate, uh, Isaac, Isaac and Ed taking back-to-back World Cups, the Rock World Cup itself, and the unbaining of Felix Faust. Well, big surprise. Felix Faust getting his shackles taken off was the event of the year. And now it's even better because he was unbanned and rebanned. <laughs> All within the same it. few months. I, I love it. I don't think that that's ever going to happen. The odds of that happening again would be ridiculous. I just, just crazy. I don't see that happening again. I hope not. <laughs> and if it does, I watch, it, watch, it, watch it be some sort of like common or something. 
I hope we never have a situation where we have to think about banning a figure again. One of the truth, I don't like it. No. Definitely not. Yeah, hopefully we're not put in that position ever again, but you know, hey, whiz kids, right? <laughs> so <laughs> Damn it, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck let that one get by him. <laughs> All right, and this is our this is our final poll. Uh player of the year. And our nominees are Josh Ernest, Kevin Afruz, uh, someone added in Lane Miller. Sorry. <laughs> I think it was Lane. Lane added himself over Must have been. Uh, Ed Arnold Berkovitz, uh, George Masu, uh, David, I think it was me, duh. No, no, that was not me. I would never nominate myself in there. Uh, that was Chris Griffin. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, it's, it's okay. Scott I'm Crampton, <laughs> Patrick Yapoko, and Easton Brock. And the winner in a very tight race was Easton Brock. Yeah, I can go with that. <laughs> it's funny because this is the second year in a row that Easton's won Player of the Year, which is where I said with our with our play group and the people who listen to the show, I feel like sometimes the opinions are biased. You know, we see Patrick once or twice a year, but we see Easton all the time. So, I think it's the threat that you're constantly facing versus the threat that's, like, across the country. You know what I mean? Like, we, yeah. we, we don't go to a rock here and say, oh, man, what if I face Patrick? We go to, we go to a rock here and go, oh, man, I'm probably going to have to face Easton at some point. I'm probably going to have to face, uh, you know, just all kinds of guys at some point that, that play around here. You know, Jason Allen, some other people like that. So... So it may be our audience, but Easton's definitely a great player. Easton voted for Patrick, if anybody needed to know. <laughs> Boy, Easton's had as much success on the rock circuit as anybody. Right, yeah. I mean, second at World Cup, and I'm not sure where he finished in Nationals and Worlds, but I'm sure he finished in the finals, so. We'll, we'll have to get him on and uh, accept his award at some point. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying to remember where Easton did finish in in the uh, finals. I I want to say fourth. At Worlds or, or uh, Nationals, I think he, he did, was, right? I think he was. Yeah, I think he was fourth at Worlds, and I think that he was second at the World Cup. And then we also finished, I think, fourth for the teams, and I think, uh, and we finished second at uh, which he was part of all those teams. Second at the uh, World Cup on teams, so. That's not right. bad. I mean, there's not very many people. I think outside of Patrick, there's not very many people who can be like, I get like first through fourth or, you know, top four at any competition pretty much, you know? Yeah. So, He's extremely consistent. Yeah. So congrats. Yeah. yeah congrats. Congratulations. All right. What else we got, guys? Anything? Oh, we got one more question, I think. Oh. Uh, from, uh, Mr. PJ Bolin. Uh, he said it's probably, he said he want to know, uh, should we expect any more weird teams from Howard? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like a team yes. that is weird in general or yes. with the weird? The weird. The weird teams. Yes, you will. It, it's, uh, but I'm, I'm picking my spots. Nice. All right. I like well, it. Yes, PJ, there will be more. Uh, I didn't even have my weird unboxed until uh, 
we were talking about your WKO team, and I'm like, hey, you know what? This guy's pretty cool. He is. <laughs> I think I'm going to buy up stock on the weird because he's like three or four or five dollars, and then when Howard makes him blow up, I'm just going to sell him off. <laughs> for like 30 bucks a piece <laughs> yeah there you go 10 times profit baby so go Howard yeah <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I think uh, I think I'd like to uh, uh, my closing comment today would be uh, thanks for uh, thanks for a good year everybody and uh, uh, thanks Jason and Dave and Drew for getting me involved in the show in the middle of the year this year I've uh, thoroughly enjoyed doing it and look forward to doing it next year. Yeah, I, I can second that. It's been a really good year as far as we've been. We put out quite a few episodes, and uh, yeah, you know, no six month break this time. So uh, yeah, so it's, <laughs> yeah, Dan, so it's been Dan's nice. been our workhorse, so we, we, yeah. wouldn't, we wouldn't be here doing it without him. So yeah, yeah. Way to go, Dan, MVP. No problem, guys. <laughs> Howard, any closing comments? Oh, I was just looking at this last thing. I want to come back to what we were talking about. I, I want to mention um, uh, those players that are on that list for player of the year, uh, probably the player that's the best on there that doesn't get his due respect is Josh Ernest. Great yeah. player. Just a lot of people don't know him. He, he's and, and, again, this is just what you said, that people don't know who he is. He doesn't go and he doesn't play in kids. He sets everything up for the Rock Championship. He plays rock. That's what he. That's what he's about. Um, and he and he mostly plays in his area. But that guy, I tell you, man, he's a great player and he's all class. Yeah, he certainly is. I uh, I was lucky enough to play him in the last Swiss round during the four hundred modern, and I consider myself extremely lucky to be one and zero against him. But no, he's he's a great guy, and I got to talk to him a little bit. I know he's one of Dan's like clicks heroes. So he is. <laughs> he's a great team builder and he's a and he's a great positioner I'm, I'm telling you man he's, he's a good player definitely um i mean he did win a regional this year right so oh yeah he's he's won he's won everything except for the big ones uh, and again yeah. he, does, he doesn't go to origin to the whiz kids yeah. he, he just focuses completely on the rock cup yeah we, we definitely made sure to include him on our list so he, he was just, but I think that a lot of your voters don't really know him. That's somebody yeah. you got to try to get on the show sometime, man. Yeah, we should definitely have him on this coming year. Oh yeah. And for everyone else, if you want to be on the show, just shoot us a message or post on the discussion group, and we can try to get you scheduled in. So I mean, we haven't had a guest um, until Howard in quite a long time. So. No, you guys. Uh, the other thing I'll add in is. Um, Everybody's listening. Uh, stay tuned on the uh, on HC Realms uh, this week. You're going to get the announcement, of course, tomorrow, which is we went over. But uh, you're going to be everything's going to be coming together this week. You have the schedule, the um, the itinerary for the Rock Cup, the dates, the everything will come together. You'll see everything just magically appear. Nice. All right, Jason. Final thoughts today. Uh thanks everybody for listening. It was a great year. I appreciate. Uh, Everybody tuning in to us uh, week after week to hear our, uh, uh, just uh, three guys sitting around talking, uh, basically. That's what uh, what we're doing. So uh, uh, thanks a lot, and thanks for Dan, and thanks for Dave for helping us out. And uh, if it wasn't for them, I would, nobody would be listening to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> How many podcasts do you guys do this year? Oh, uh, 
we started at, uh, we started at twelve when I started. So I think there was three episodes that's before me, and then fifteen afterwards. So okay. eighteen. Yeah, we had so a, y'all, we had y'all a, are doing like one point five a month, something like that. One yeah. One point two five or something like that. This is episode twenty-eight, right? Yeah. Oh. So. Th- uh, six, uh, well, 16, 16 after I started, and so nineteen this year, so almost two a month. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, we'll probably be more consistent next year, and we got we had to get some wrinkles worked out. So I got like twenty something, Dan, because this will be twenty eight, and uh, eight was January sixth. Okay, so it was twenty then. Yep. Yeah, so that's almost you're almost doing two a month. That's not bad. Nope. All right. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. uh, you too. Thanks for coming Merry on Christmas the show, to you, Howard. Howard. Yeah, yeah, well, thank I enjoyed it. Yeah, and Merry Christmas to all of our listeners, and uh, thanks for listening to Clicked Off today. Later. See ya.